0: hello and welcome back to the my journey podcast with me Matt Johnson and my good friend Tom Scott as ever start off with how are you this week Tom been up too much
1: um not a lot really Matt just been enjoying my last week of furlough. all right okay. um I found out earlier this week that I'm going back on Monday
0: oh, okay so are you are you looking forward to it or
1: um yeah I uh, it's gonna it's definitely gonna be weird. It's going to be Monday and Friday next week and then Wednesday and Friday going forward for the rest of August at least. Um, so it still gives a few days. I think a lot of it is more just office cover, you know, making sure the phones are there, kind of getting back into the swing of it. Yeah, we'll see how, it's, we'll see how it goes. We'll definitely see how yeah. it's going to go. Uh, what about you? What have you been up to this week?
0: Yeah, it's been a very busy week for me. Um Earlier on in the week, I had that event I mentioned on the last podcast, the Barclays event, which went really well. I think there was over 70 people on that and loads of interactions, loads of questions. So yeah, really, really good event. Um, And then just been busy all week with client work. um, Got a few potential um, interactions off the back of that event as well, which is really good. Uh, good. Maybe a couple of leads. Um, And then today I've been pitching for a, huge uk retail brand who i can't name at the moment but if that comes off that will be that will be one of the biggest projects i've worked on so really good experience speaking to them and like seeing the way that they work and just like the way that they're doing things it's just been yeah it's been incredible so yeah really good experience
1: Ah, very busy week then
0: yeah, and like on the side as well, I, I've i mentioned to you off-air off, off air last last time, I think, or maybe even uh, as part of the discussions around the idiot trading challenge that we do, um, I've yeah. been looking at sports card trading as well, so I've yeah. been getting into that quite a bit this week and bought my first couple of cards and yeah, it's been really good fun yeah. this week to be honest.
1: Oh, I was going to say, it does sound like a very busy week
0: yeah, and then obviously the the week before we both had a pretty incredible week, busy week with um the podcast. It uh, yeah. went a bit crazy, didn't it?
1: Uh, you could say that <laughs> it was, yeah, um, yeah, not quite sure. I mean, we was definitely pushing that a fair bit and we had a very high performing episode that came out. but yeah, have you got, have you got the statistics to hand?
0: Uh, yeah so obviously a few weeks ago we were in the Russian and the UAE charts which was completely random and crazy and then we released the episode with Peter which was brilliant um I thought Peter was a great guest anyway I really liked Peter as a um as someone on the podcast I thought it was a good episode and then we launched it and it it just outperformed any other episode that we've we've had today. Um, in terms of that first few days we could see that it was doing quite well so we thought based on past trends we thought this could potentially do something in terms of the UK chart again and um, so we started pushing it and you, you mentioned the stats Um I've just got the thing up in front of us um, so we pipped in a few weeks ago and randomly but then we went on a p- massive drive and we got up to 77 in the uh, british entrepreneurship chart for apple so that that is a huge achievement
1: yeah i was i was very happy with that one
0: yeah and um we also had um it stayed in dropped down to 84 and then down to 171 you know these things do tail off but we um pipped back in a couple of days ago they're very far out in the 200s but I've got a, another update for you today that you're not aware of yet. Do you wanna do you wanna hear about that? Yeah, always. It's it's another random one. It's it's not the UK chart, but okay. we're currently, <laughs> as we record this, in the chart in Thailand. Uh, okay. We we are number fifty in the entrepreneurship 50? chart in wow. in Thailand uh, for okay. the podcast as a whole. And the predicting the future episode um is number one hundred and thirty nine in the episode chart over there as well.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: So wow. we've now got to learn how to say hello and welcome in Russian, um and whatever language they speak in Thailand, so we better start figuring
1: that one out. Yeah, let's yeah, let's get on with that. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> um yeah, that's a strange reach, but I'll take that.
0: Yeah, definitely, yeah. and and like we said, it it took a lot of effort for us to get into the UK chart. We, yeah. you know, we 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 spotted the trend and we kind of went for it. And I think we both learned quite a bit from that. Like we we've been led to believe in the past, we were thinking it was about listeners, but I think we'd both agree that there's much more to getting into that chart than listeners because well, we've I... had weeks that have performed similar. And not had the same reaction.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, it could literally be down to anything. Like, there's, there's, the subscribe, which if people are like regular listeners of podcasts, probably know about. But there's the whole subscribe button. We're not sure how much that plays into it. I mean, it's always good so you can keep up to date with the latest episode. But not sure how far that goes. Then obviously there's the you can leave a rating. I don't know if that is purely there just to show others what other people think about it. I don't know if that's then joined in with, oh, well, someone listened to the entire podcast and then gave it a five-star rating, if that matters compared to someone just giving it a five-star rating. Like, there's so many different ins and outs of this, and Apple specifically are very, very secretive about how anything really performs with it, like i've i've seen i've tried and tried searching for this and the only really things you get back is just keep doing what you're doing keep producing quality content keep getting people on board but it's in what ways how uh like how it performs really i don't even know if like devices matter you know if someone's listening on the mobile if it recognizes that people are listening on the mobile while on a commute or something like i, I honestly do not know how it works but yeah whatever whatever anyone that was listening and supporting was doing was definitely doing something for it
0: yeah definitely i, w- I would just uh, echo that and say thank you to everyone who did subscribe leave a review listen share it with somebody else whatever it was even if it wasn't on apple um it was truly greatly appreciated and we we are continuing to see a growth in the podcast in terms of listeners and stuff so yeah. um yeah i'm hoping the interview with peter did Really well. I think we've got a few new listeners off the back of that. So welcome to you if you're one of them. Um, but yeah, we're just going to keep trying to grow it and keep giving you what you enjoy. Hopefully,
1: yeah. And we can only judge what people are enjoying off the performance of each individual episode. If if there's something you're not too fond of, let us know. If there's something you've really enjoyed, like if you just really enjoyed that previous interview, and you're joining this from back before I was here let us know like we can try to set some more interviews up i'm sure matt
0: yeah definitely if it's interviews people want we can definitely try to get more of them if there's specific topics or um if they like hearing more at the beginning or the bits at the end or they just want us to do the chunk in the middle whatever it is uh, yeah i think obviously we've got a lot of new listeners hopefully off the back of the last episode um yep. so this is this is more of a standard episode for us at the moment and How it works is we catch up at the beginning, we talk about what we've been up to, any updates, that kind of thing. And then the next part you'll hear is us discussing a relevant business topic, a randomly generated topic normally. Um, So if you want a topic on that list, give us a shout and we'll get it added to that. Um, And then we round up with something different every week. You know, it can be, we've played games at the end, we've done, you know, like plugging things, whatever it is. So yeah, just any feedback.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like some of the end bits are often like some of my favourite parts. Like some of the ones where we've done quick fire questions with each other have been great. If you guys have got any questions you want answering about us, even if it's not specific to anything, then yeah, sure. Um, quite a few episodes back now, I actually had someone ask me a question, which I then posted to Matt, which I think was about was it the use of, use of hashtags?
0: Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like even anything like that, like it's good to. Keeps us fresh as well, and we can really pick each other's brains on what you guys are to know.
0: I have to say, from the presentation I did earlier in the week, some of the best bits were from the questions. Yeah. Like I prepared a whole 35-40 minute presentation, and some of the best bits came from somebody just asking a question in the moment, and... The question doesn't have to be big enough to fill the middle topic. It can just be a little question we ask at the end or the beginning or whatever. So, yeah, we, we just love more interaction, whether that is on the podcasting platforms in terms of reviews and subscriptions or just with myself on social media. That's how we tend to funnel everything through. So if you have got anything you want, any comments, any topics questions that kind of thing you can reach out to tom if you don't want to ask me but it's at the mj social on facebook twitter and instagram uh, for any of that kind of stuff so yeah i've just sorry i just got my eye caught there by a bit of lightning but it's (laughs) in the middle of a storm now um so yeah i think we should crack on into the main topic of the episode yeah sounds good So, as ever, we're now going to randomly generate a topic for the main part of this podcast. So, we've got a long list in Google Sheets, and I'm using the random number generator on Google. And this week, it has given us presenting slash pitching, which is an interesting topic, considering how much of that I've been doing this (laughs) week. Uh, Quite a busy week for it. So I think the the first place to start is maybe our experiences of it and whether or not we're, we're fans of um, presenting and, and pitching. I'll, um, I've spoken quite a bit this episode so over to you, Tom. What, what are your thoughts on presenting and pitching and do you enjoy it?
1: Nothing... Gives me a greater fear than presenting or pitching. Even even talking about it now, I can feel myself going red in the face. I can feel my legs shaking. I I hate it. It is right. It is. I'm I'm hoping after doing the this podcast and a little few things, things are getting better. Um, but yeah, it's just not. I don't know what it is about that environment. That whole just being up in front of people and you know that it's all on you then talking from it. I don't know if... Because in the past, the situations I've been in, because I think most of this time I've done any form of presenting has been at, like, school or something like that. So the environment is very different there. And that was a yeah. fair long time ago now, which feels weird to say. Um, <laughs> it's eight years now. Um, yeah. But it's... I don't know. Even sometimes at work if I've had to like the odd little bits of presenting like I don't know why if I'm sat around a table chatting with people completely fine if on the phone someone perfectly fine if I have to stand up in front of everyone even if it's literally just at at the table that we've just been at where I've been talking fine I absolutely fall apart
0: yeah it is definitely a psychological thing that difference between sitting down around a table and and standing up but I I think it would be really interesting to get I know you hate it, so I'm not going to make you do it, but for you to do some presenting and pitching maybe two or three times off the because of all the work you've done on this podcast. Yeah. And I don't think your first one would be uh, perfect because obviously it is a big step, but if you did it a couple of times, I think you would really see a difference because of being on here and we started off just me and you in a room. Then obviously COVID hit, and we went into different rooms. When we'd do it over the phone or whatever, yeah. And like, but now we're doing it on video, and we're doing the challenge, which is all on, on video, video and stuff like that. So, yeah. I think I think you would see a big a big difference. And I have to say, I've I've. I've kind of relished like the opportunity to stand up and speak. I didn't mind it too much at school. I liked the idea of it. Yeah. I didn't like the idea of standing up in front of peers, but I like the idea of standing up and presenting and <laughs> um, got a lot more into it. Uni, like I discussed on the interview with Peter, um, but I definitely think my confidence has gone through the roof as a result of doing this podcast um, yes. because as well, like at university, we did a lot of presenting and, um, which was great. Um, but to a certain extent, you are in front of a group of your peers, people at a similar level. Whereas doing this podcast, I've been reaching out to people at the top of their game yeah. and saying, can I come and speak to you? Uh-huh. And I've had to hold my own in a room or within an interview with them and then put that out for anybody to listen to. I've got no control over that room. So
1: yeah.
0: it, is, it is pretty daunting, but this does really help.
1: Oh yeah, I feel like as well, that going into it, knowing that, one, you want wanting to do it, and two, that you are as prepared as you possibly can be for it. I feel like a lot of situations I've probably been in where it's been like that, it's, it's maybe been a couple of hours or a week or so that's just been like, okay, you have this minimal amount of time to do this, which you don't really want to do, but just kind of pull it together and just kind of get it done. Yeah. Which I feel like... Especially as you were saying then, when you've been going out, going to these people at the top of their game, like you've kind of looked for these individuals because of whatever reasons and you've kind of prepared beforehand what it is that you're wanting to uh, talk with them about, which I feel like doing something like that would help 100% more than just going into something a bit like out of the, uh, just going for it really.
0: I think as well at at school and within business, you you're pitching and there's a result riding on it. So like you're or you're presenting. So for example, at school you present and you get a grade based on that. So there's that added pressure of doing well. In business, you're presenting and if you don't do well, you could lose out on a sale or potential whatever it might be. Whereas something else, if I go back in my journey really far, like school at six form hours head boy and we used to have to stand up in front of every year group and parents and other people and present in front of them yeah there were, but there was no outcome of that in, obviously you could embarrass yourself and you could you know you know make a fool of yourself but there was no like if you don't do well at this then and this it's... negative thing happens yeah and that I think really helped me with my presenting because it was just about me not messing up for my own ego rather than Mm -hmm. another thing and I just got used to standing up and it was really tough don't get me wrong but standing up at that age in front of a room of 300 parents who you you don't know who's out there and you're trying to sell this school and you're trying to be mature and what have you really helped me to then get the confidence to stand up in front of a room of ten people my age yeah. at the university
1: it made it a lot lot easier Not too right. I think that is always the thing with me it's that embarrassment is' like it's something I've been trying to work on for a while it's getting that thought out of your head because if you think of it on the surface if you're doing even if you're doing a five or ten minute presentation by the time that's over chances are no one's particularly gonna remember. You, an embarrassed sort of thing. They're gonna to have to take away the few bits that they wanted to listen to about your presentation, or they might just not really care.
0: That's the thing. That one of the biggest things is just accepting, and this is across a lot of other things. A lot of things like one of the biggest revelations for me across my freelance journey has been realizing that other people don't care. they they really do not care about you. Um, If you mess up, if you embarrass yourself, they might go, (laughs) at the time. If you asked them three hours later what happened today, they wouldn't go, oh, I was watching this presentation and this kid stumbled over his words three times. They're, you know, they're not not going to remember that. No, definitely not.
1: It's the thing, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the uh, the pod before, but um, something I've seen a few times now and is to help with people when you're going out, you're worried about you don't want to do something wrong. You don't want to be in the wrong place. You don't know what to wear. You don't know what you should be ordering. Like say if you was in a pub, for example, you don't know what you should be ordering. You don't know how it all works and stuff like that. And you are so busy concentrating on not messing up because you think someone else is going to judge you that you don't really go for it. But the person you're staring at across the bar that you think is going to judge you is now sat there thinking oh God, why is this person staring at me? What's, what's wrong with me? What have I done? Why? What am I doing wrong? Sort of thing. And it's like, yeah, as, ni- as nice as it is to think that there's people out there that just are really interested in you, people aren't. <laughs> yeah. People really of, don't care.
0: <laughs> the amount of people that come up to me after doing a presentation, like I think it's been horrendous and they go, oh my God, that was so good. I couldn't do that. The whole time they're sat there thinking yeah. about what they could or couldn't do, not what I've just done. Yes,
1: it it is crazy. Yeah, I think I think once you start getting that set in your head, it could become a lot easier. And that I, I'm saying that knowing it's not set in my head yet, but I'm getting there. I'm trying. (laughs)
0: Well, I think you mentioned something, um, I think it was on the previous podcast about the fact that um, because of the, the route you've taken, you, you're a lot more confident on the phone than maybe a university graduate yeah. is or something like that. And one of my top tips for getting better at public speaking is work out all the things that lead to public speaking. Like if public speaking's the worst thing. what's the next worst thing and work it all the way back until you've got something that you're comfortable with and then Mm -hmm. pick the next thing up from that and if if you can't pick up a phone and speak to somebody over the phone it's very unlikely you're going to be able to stand in front of a room of 300 people and talk so get used to speaking on the phone and then get used to leading a meeting and then get used to standing up at a meeting and presenting at the meeting then look at maybe doing a smaller pitch at maybe a networking event or and build it up like that i don't think there's a key to getting that thing without having all the other things underneath you know like you've got to build them foundations
1: yeah um does he i mean there's the there's the best starting box of that of some people might not have even are just so nervous to do anything they might not have sent some form of external email to someone that they actually know who's going to receive it or even if it's just a message or something like that like it's there's that there like if there's someone out there that's listening with that sort of thing use use the social media platform we keep talking about the uh, the mj the mj social just send a message to that make something kind of public yeah. it be something you've never done before just just even just leave a comment saying i've just listened to this episode even if it's just something like that like something little and then with a response that you'd probably get back from one of us in the nice form that we would even that might just be a little confidence boost that might just push you on your way in
0: yeah and as like i've spoken to people before and like i've said for myself like i didn't like doing video content too much but having done the podcast and done it just voice only i'm now really happy doing video content and some people might start by putting a their own words written up onto like maybe social media and then they might put a photo with some words and then they might put a small video with that accompanies a blog or whatever and then they make the blog into a vlog and just take them small steps work out what it is that you need to achieve before you try and make that big leap um obviously not everyone's got that opportunity there are some people who have to present or have to do something. Like at university, you can't decide not to present um, yeah. if that's part of your assessment. You're going to have to present for your assessment. And it might be useful sharing some top tips for that. But I always think the way I do my presentations is I structure it in terms of if it's like a PowerPoint or whatever, create the PowerPoint. And then bullet point what I want to say. Don't script it too much because you then become hooked on getting it word perfect rather than touching every point that you want to hit. And then, if you need cue cards, use cue cards. But again, they are bullet points. Don't have a script. Because yeah. the worst thing is, is, you shouldn't be looking at your cue cards. They are literally that to cue you in. And if you've got a script, and you lose where you are, you've then got to read through the whole script before you can the next point, whereas if you've just got bullet points on a card, you can quickly scan through them, right, there I am, that's the next point, right, let's go, you know, and the other thing as well is, taking a breath, I just took a, a couple of seconds pause there, which would have been enough to look down at a cue card, and people will not have noticed that, but you go in, um, oh yeah, I, I've um, oh I've forgotten where I am, one second, sorry, um, yeah, I'm not too sure... It's highlighting People that one. Yes. Yeah, so do, honestly, a pause is absolutely fine. A bit of stumbling over your words is absolutely fine. And the best way to get over that is just to have prompts rather than a script. Because if you have the script, you be, like I say, you become reliant on it and you feel like you missed that one word rather than actually, I've still made my point. The point was very clear. Let's move on to the next one, you know. And that's, yeah. that's what you really need.
1: Nice. you got any more uh, presenting tips lying around?
0: I think it's practising as well. Yeah. It, it, as with everything, just practising it. Get Because if, if you can get to a point where you don't even need cue cards, that's even better, right? And if you've got a presentation, I sometimes, if I'm presenting... It's been a bit more difficult over Zoom and what have you, but again, it can work really well actually. Um, You can almost make the the PowerPoint your prompt, so the things on the board don't make any sense to anyone until you speak around them, because loads of text on a PowerPoint is just yeah, oh, it's horrid. You don't want death by PowerPoint. Yeah, and so many people do that to draw attention away from themselves, but. Ultimately, they're there to hear from you. So, have the prompts there. So, it's something for them to look at, something to refresh their memory. And then you've got something to prompt you along. And also, the amount of people that um, work come to an event, might sign up for it, or don't turn up, or don't pay, and it, you know, whatever it is, and then ask for the slides afterwards. It's so frustrating when you're doing a paid event and somebody who hasn't bothered paying asks for the slides. And if you've kept it in that style where you've got death by PowerPoint, they've got all the value from the presentation and not had to turn up and not had to pay you or not. Yeah. You want to make it so that they have to be in that room to get the value, hmm. especially from a business
1: point of view, because that's when you can then convert them into a, a client or whatever. So Yeah, it's definitely good. Right, I'm going to have to start organising some form of presentation for myself. I, I,
0: I don't think you need to go big. I think it's like <laughs> we say, like them steps. I think you just need to... Sorry. Push yourself and, and try things. I think you'll be really surprised when you, you get back in the office and you're having meetings and what have you. you. You might still worry going into it beforehand, but when it's done, you'll be like, actually, that was a lot easier than I remember it being. Yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, it would be great to hear other people's experiences of presenting and whether or not they've got any tips that have worked for them a lot of people say about um imagining the audience naked or whatever it is and actually just remembering back i can't remember the exact um tip but drew purvey had a really good tip back in episode one of the my journey podcast and i think it was something to do with tensing your core muscles or Something like Some, that. Yeah, it
1: was something like that. I'm trying to remember back to what it was. Yeah, yeah.
0: And at the time, I I was still getting used to doing it, and I I used it. I think it was clinching your car. It stops you shaking or whatever, and it it really does help. Um, but the thing, the other thing as well is once you've started, don't stop. It's like. You know, I think everyone admit that at the moment, in terms of driving, when we went into lockdown, when you came back out and you started driving again, it was a bit like, oh, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You you were all right, but you were a bit like, oh, forgot, you know. And then it's the same with presenting. What if you stop? That's why I've tried to keep doing some stuff over Zoom Mm -hmm. during this lockdown, just to keep my foot in and keep my confidence up, because it is like if you've been presenting in front of rooms of 30, 40, as i have been and then you stop you'll then have to do the 10s again and the 20s before you can get the confidence back back up up to it yeah Um, so that's i think we should leave it there tom in terms of the um pod the main topic for this podcast and obviously if anyone else has got any experience of um dealing with presentations how they deal with them any top tips that they've got then let us know we'd love to hear more about that um but yeah that that's it for the main topic of today. We've got a really cool thing coming up in the last bit there so stick around for that. So yeah today for the end of the podcast I just wanted to share something with you um, that I'd seen earlier today which I think is absolutely incredible. I shared this with Tom ahead of uh, tonight's recording because I just wanted to speak about it but It's the latest advert from Nike and in terms of adverts, in terms of like, I don't know, like if you just, the idea behind it is just athletes doing athlete stuff, like it's not a a, a groundbreaking concept or message or anything like that, but the visuals are absolutely Stunning. I like. I'll explain it a bit more in a second, but I just want to get Tom's initial reaction to the the advert.
1: Yeah, when you was first describing it to me before I'd actually seen it, I was I was picturing some like state of the arts, like CGI sort of thing. I was expecting a bunch of colours, lots of splashes. Thinking I was thinking along the lines of like a um, like an Apple Mac advert or something like that. You know, the coloured one with a hummingbird yeah. or whatever it is. I was expecting something like that, but yeah, the Yeah, wow.
0: (laughs) So, basically, the advert is athletes and just clips of people doing sport, and it's split down the middle, and the two sides are just, like, in sync, like... Yeah. There's one part, the tennis part. There's like somebody playing tennis in a street on one side and they're hitting it over a makeshift net and it comes to the other side and it's somebody in a completely different place doing something very similar. But the ball just seamlessly goes across Across. both and then they return it. There's Ronaldo off the back. I think it's like an ice skater or ballerina doing like a big twirl. It then as they go across the center of the screen it turns into Ronaldo finishing his celebration there's a part where there's people speaking on a podium and their words line up and their head movements like it is just
1: it's unreal and the the one that really stood out to me and this posed a question uh, which I'll quickly come to after this but there's a golfer and someone playing baseball and I think they both scuff a shot or whatever it is, but they both snap their club and their bat over their knee. But it's split yeah. directly down the middle. like It's two different people together that makes it look like just one person. And it's the handle of a baseball yeah. bat with the, the end of a golf club and it snaps perfectly in the same spot. It, oh, yeah, it was fantastic. But from that, that was a question that I posed to Matt earlier was how interchangeable people could be so someone that has that perfect swing in baseball would that translate to golf like they've had all this they've had all of their training they're used to perfecting that technique just by moving the angles around on the body position would they be able to do a decent golf swing and vice versa
0: yeah well i have to say I've, i've literally Played golf once or twice and watched a couple of videos on YouTube. But a lot of the the tutorials are by, pe- by people who have also played baseball as well because it's supposedly very similar. The yeah. other the other one I really liked was um, I I can't remember who the athletes are in the clip, but does somebody who's doing like a long jump and then somebody else who's dunking a basketball and their arm movements even the athlete who's doing the long jump their arm movements match the person dunking the basketball it, it, yeah. it, it it's just astounding one the the time that must have taken to do that but the concept around it is around covid19 so have they come up with that idea before and now made it fit covid19 or have they come up with the idea of that since COVID-19, because it's it's just incredible, incredible editing, incredible skill, the the, the time it must have taken, yeah, I'm just in awe of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I'm guessing you're going to put a link somewhere. somewhere I'll have to.
0: I'm going to be sharing it all over social and everything, because... I, do you know? I, I reckon everyone will have seen it by the time they listen to this because it, it, it's going to go everywhere. I can't see it not. But yeah, yeah. we. Just, I just had to share that on today's episode. From like, it's not social media marketing, it's not freelancing, but it's marketing, and it's just superb. superb. The person who did that needs a raise.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just speaking about adverts as well, just quickly. Um, yeah, I was watching TV for god first time in forever um so i had the joy of sitting through adverts and it was an advert that came up and i was like i have seen this advert before somewhere and the end of it makes me laugh all the time but it's the cronenberg advert from what i can judge from finding the video again on youtube about six or seven years ago with uh cantona right I don't know if you've seen it, but it's all about oh, yeah. like, the local farmers. It's, the, hot it's farmers. the bit at the end where, yeah, where so this someone comes up to him in the pub and goes, "Are you a farmer?" And he turns around, and he's like, "Of course," and does this like little cheeky head nod. I don't know what it, about it is. It just makes me laugh every single time. But you know, he was like, "I've seen this before. Like, I know I've seen." Yeah, this it's
0: definitely an old advert.
1: Yeah, old advert. They've just if you go, if you find the old one, they've just taken a few split second clips out of it for. This again. And it's like, are they just recycling that for the whole nostalgia part of it? I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't really find much yeah. behind it. But yeah, just I, I just love that. It's like it's the whole thing of um if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like
0: I was just gonna say the same thing. The
1: advert works, why not reuse it? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Same for I know just sprawling on about advertising. Um I was in a I think I was buying an ice cream. And you know when you hear a radio advert, as soon as I heard the voice, two seconds in, McDonald's. I, I knew it was it wouldn't even say anything remotely to <laughs> McDonald's, but you know the guy's voice on every McDonald's advert. It yeah. was that and it was just that instant straight away, yep, yeah, that's McDonald's. Wow. Yeah. It's I
0: think I think maybe going forward, if anyone's got any adverts that they like, they should send them in and we should do a quick a quick review of them. Review. Is that That seems quite fun, just watching adverts.
1: Yeah, I know there's a a few I can think of, some of the band adverts over the years that always make me laugh how they thought they could get away with it in the first place, but yeah, definitely, if people start sending in some suggestions for some adverts, we'll watch them and we'll talk about them.
0: Yeah, I think one of my favourites over the years has been um, the John Smiths one, back with Peter K, the um one where he comes and bombs yeah. and then my favorite because it reminds me of a footballing memory um when we went on tour when we were younger um the, when they're doing the keepy uppies and stuff and it just comes to him and he's have it yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah i do i do love a good advert i do love a good yeah. advert so yeah if you've if you've got any adverts yourselves that you want us to discuss or just share with us um because you love them make sure to uh Send them over to me at the MJ Social on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But yeah, I think that's a a good episode for all you new listeners to kind of get introduced to what we do here on the My Journey Podcast. If you're a regular listener, thank you very much for sticking with us through all this, and um, we'll hopefully we have a few more interviews coming up. Um, but yeah, if you if you're enjoying this, make sure to like, subscribe, all the usual kind of things. Share it with a friend. That would be absolutely amazing. But But yeah, until next time, thank you for listening.